Hi, I'm Lindsay. And I'm Marshall. Welcome to Tumble, the show where we explore stories of science discovery. We have an extra special episode today. We're off to sea on a scientific research ship. Woohoo! And don't even worry about getting seasick because you're not actually getting on the boat, you're just listening. We're going to hear from the deck of the ship itself how scientists travel the seven seas to discover the secrets that lie beneath the ocean floor. Today we're going to experience life on the Droides Resolution, a ship that travels on scientific drilling expeditions around the world. I'm especially glad this is a podcast right now because, you know, I really wouldn't know what to pack. Maybe a jacket? (laughs) At least a jacket. Come on. Pants. (laughs) Underwear. Five pairs, at least. (laughs) Well, fortunately, we have an expedition guide who's super pro. Yeah, so my name is Dr. Janine Ash. Janine Ash is a geochemist, and she's interested in the bizarre forms of life that live underneath the seafloor. Right at this moment, the ship is in the Gulf of California, between mainland Mexico and Baja California. Getting to be on this boat as an oceanographer is sort of almost like going to the International Space Station if you were an astronaut. Hmm, So it's like she gets to blast off to sea. Yeah, this is actually her third time on an expedition. Even with all her experience, the boat still impresses her. So it's big. Whenever I see it uh, in the harbor, it's big enough to take my breath away. It's like when I see one of those cruise ships with the giant water slides on deck. It's as big as a cruise ship, and it's got the scientific version of water slides. A gigantic drill tower built over a hole in the center of the ship that goes all the way down to the sea. The drilling derrick, which is a really tall, you know, pointy tower looking part on top of the boat, is more than 10 stories tall. Its primary purpose is to travel the ocean and explore beneath the seafloor. Hold on, hold on. Uh, what does she mean, explore beneath the seafloor? You, you can't explore beneath the floor. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you can. Through the layers of sediments, the rocks and other material that's built up on the seafloor over millions of years. And this is where the drill comes in. It's not for oil. It's for the sediment layers. Almost like sticking a straw into a layer cake and pulling out those layers. That's what we're doing. This straw full of geological cake is called a core. Mm, yummy cores. Kind of tastes like dirt. A little soggy, salty with seawater. There's a lobster in one. <laughs> Would you eat it for your birthday is the question. <laughs> mm, no. In fact, I'd probably be pretty disappointed. <laughs> I guess if I got a core and a cake, uh, that'd be pretty cool. What? Cake and presents? <laughs> Scientists study cores to learn about Earth's history, geology, and biology, and even its future, like what past climate change can tell us about what's happening now. They can also give clues about what life might be like on other planets. Whoa. So all kinds of scientists could be interested in them. Yeah, but only a few get on board to do the hard and fast work of collecting the cores. We can be getting a core every 35 to 40 minutes. And then as soon as those cores come on deck, um, as a geochemist, 
I'm interested in preserving the fluid and the gases that are inside the sediment. And those are the things that begin to change as soon as we bring it to Earth's surface. So I have to be there to sample it right away and lock those samples down um, because those things are going to change if I don't get them. Yeah, that sounds intense. Yeah, it does. And that's why I asked Janine to record it for us. I wanted to get us as close as we can to the real scientific work of the ship. So we're going to hear Janine narrate the process of getting a core and sampling it. So as you listen, try to make a movie in your mind. Imagine yourself standing there next to Janine, watching as she explains what's happening in front of us. It's uh, 5.20 a.m. I'm standing right now on an area we call the catwalk, um, which is as close as I can get to the drill floor without an escort. And so a core has just come up on deck, and you're hearing right now. um, I'll let you listen. So there's all these chains and pulleys being moved around. It's windy out. Uh, Pretty big waves, actually. Some of the biggest we've seen. We have a heave compensator. The boat is vertically moving up and down with the water, but the part of the drill derrick that holds the pipe does not. And so we've had really calm waters, but today I can see uh, the heave compensator is moving matters of inches up and down keeping the drill pipe steady beneath us. All right, oh, I see our new core. It's coming up. The guys are getting their equipment ready to remove it from the metal barrel. So they're clamping these big machines around the core. It's like a giant vice grip going to pull these two pieces of pipe, unscrew them from each other. All right, pipes are coming up. So they've got the core out of the pipe. All right, that's the cue. The driller just put over the intercom, core on deck, core on deck. And so this whole area I'm in is about to be filled with technicians and people like me uh, ready to sample. So um, I'll, I'll keep the, the mic on for this. In this part, I'm trying to do some gas sampling. So sometimes when the uh, cores come up, there's spaces in between the bits of rock or sediment and gases can be trapped there. And so I have this special tool that I use to punch through the plastic liner and then I attach a syringe to it um, and I I sample it um, that way. So that's what I'm gonna try to do. But you never know what you're gonna get. That's the plan until the plan changes. All right, so one, two, three, four, five technicians are bringing the core out past us see some spaces so I'm gonna take a sample let's see 
punching this tool through the liner. <sighs> okay. I'll kind of syringe on. And 60 mils of gas. So I want everyone to keep imagining Janine with a syringe full of gas in her hand, hovering over a long tube of sediment that's just fresh from the seafloor. The gas just hisses right out and sediment comes with it. So it's like these little fountains coming out of the core all the way down, yeah, of methane and, and mud entrained by methane escaping. So it's like a insta-fountain. Yeah, and it smells. It smells like farts. That is exactly what it smells like. So it seriously smells like farts. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. The gas down beneath the seafloor is making farts. (laughs) There's um, a ton of hydrogen sulfide that's made in all of these microbial reactions. So the microbes were the ones who farted. (laughs) Did they at least roll down a window? (laughs) Yeah, so that's not part of a scientific expedition that I imagined. Well, an expedition can be full of stinky surprises. So I know that Janine is doing the work she's doing on the boat because she has to get those measurements fast, but what is she going to do after she gets back on land? So a lot of the information that we collect on board is for the good of the scientific community. It will become public um, in about a, a year, and anyone can see and use this data for their own research. But I will personally have hundreds of tiny little bottles filled with sediment and methane. So Janine is taking those little bottles home with her to learn more about the extreme environments where tiny microbes live. She believes it could provide clues to what life might look like on other planets. So she went out in the ocean to learn about aliens. Yes, because this weird environment hidden beneath the ocean could be a lot like the conditions on other planets. It is perhaps a bit high-minded of me, but I like to think that by understanding Earth, that, that helps us sort of understand, you know, our place in the universe. She says that knowing if these gases are connected to life beneath the seafloor might someday help us understand if they're connected to life on the surface of another planet. Like, who or what is farting on Titan? (laughs) Hint, it wasn't me this time. (laughs) Yeah, so before we get to those farts in outer space, Janine is still out at sea. Let's end on this scene. At the end of her shift, Janine climbs the stairs to the top deck to gaze out at the ocean. So it's uh, 6.24 a.m. I'm on the very top of the boat. We are about to take off from our site. They've brought all the pipe up from the seafloor. And there are literally hundreds of dolphins in the water around us. Just an enormous pod of dolphins is moving through right now. I've never seen anything like this in my life before. And of course, the sun is rising. it's a, there's dolphins in every direction you look for as long as you can see. Just common dolphins everywhere. This place is wild, man. And scene. 
beautiful, Oscar-winning. We've got adventure on the high seas. Lots of machinery. Geology, chemistry, sediments, possible alien life. Dolphins, as far as the eye can see, what more could you want? So let's ask our listeners, now that you know what it's like to be on a scientific research vessel, would you sign up to crew on the Joides Resolution? If not, what's your dream expedition? Where would you go? How would you travel? And most importantly, what would you like to discover? Thank you to the many people who made this episode possible. Thanks to Dr. Janine Ash at the Center for Dark Energy Biosphere Investigations at Rice University and Menet Peña Salinas from the Universidad Autónoma de Baja California. Special thanks to Rodrigo Perez Ortego, Tobias Hofeg, and Nicole Kurtz for helping coordinate and record on a ship in the middle of the ocean. If you want to learn more about the Joides Resolution, they have tons of multimedia and educational materials. We have links to all that good stuff on the blog on our website, sciencepodcastforkids.com. And I'm super excited about the bonus episode we have for our supporters on Patreon, including more from Janine's recording on the ship and more from her interview. To listen, just pledge a dollar or more a month to support the show at patreon.com slash tumblepodcast. Sarah Robertson-Lentz is our head of partnerships. I'm Lindsay Patterson, and I wrote and produced this show. And I'm Marshall Escamilla, and I make all of the music. Thanks for listening, and stay tuned for more stories of science discovery.